This episode of WTF Landier Radio Show is not brought to you by the World Economic Forum, WEF, but the members of the World Economic Forum are gathering to bring about the abilities to create a phenomenal world. What is the phenomenal world that we are looking into? Well, join the conference in Davos, Switzerland. Maybe you can get on the guest list of the World Economic Forum. WTF and WEF, not in collaboration, but possibly in the future. Someone implant a microchip into your hand if you would receive $2,000 a month in return for getting a chip put in your hand. You heard me right. We'll give you universal basic income, basically. 2,000 euros, $2,000 a month if you allow us to put a microchip in your hand. That's exactly what's about to happen as part of the rollout of the central bank digital currencies. That's a carrot for them to rope you into this mess. We'll get to that part of the story in a minute. The chip implantation process. Not the corn chip, as Dan said in our chat, but a actual metallic tracking chip. Um, But a new report just published this week by the Bank for International Settlements explains how our new digital money system is about to work. We've been warning you that this was coming for a long time on this show. Also, we weren't the only ones predicting this. Uh, It was predicted in a little book, you might have heard of it, called uh, The Bible, uh, The Mark of the Beast. Uh, For one thing, this new system, this is how this new system would operate. According to them, the Bank for International Settlements, the new reserve currency, forget the dollar as you know it basically this will be the new reserve currency which is what how they want to label it and how they are labeling it this would be used to settle all transactions as everyone moves away from the u.s dollar right now this seems like perfect timing to be moving to this new system so are they purposefully torpedoing the u.s dollar in preparation for a global a global new reserve currency one might wonder right we don't believe in conspiracy theories around here uh, but you have to wonder it could include the confiscation of all property physical property here's a question would you let not bought to you by Pfizer or any of its associates. Have you seen what's in that vaccine? Make sure you're reading the ingredients on anything you put into your body. You can thank me later. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Geneva looks beautiful. It's beautiful. It has a lake. It has this shadow. It's very peaceful. But there's a dark side to it. Everything evil in the world related to demo side unfortunately comes from Geneva. In Geneva, you have Gavi, then you have the VEF, the World Economic Forum, which my father was a co-founder and left Klaus Schwab out of disgust in the early 80s, that has diplomatic immunity. I, as a Swiss citizen, right here now, declare that the VEF is not eligible anymore for diplomatic immunity. I call on the Swiss authorities and security to arrest those people immediately. Why the WHO 
Gavi, Big Pharma, Big Tech, Bill Gates, all advocated a global humanity injection by a bioweapon injecting nanolipids into 5.7 billion people. And we Swiss are hosting them. That's terrible. We cannot tolerate any entity. WTF Landia Radio Faux Show, folks. <laughs> it is your girl, Char Michelle. I am a little bit uh, tripping, if you haven't already been able to tell. I'm tripping over my <clears throat> my words here at the top of this show. I mean, according to what this guy has to say, for good measure. Right? My goodness. Well, he's not excited about what he has to share with us there. And I would imagine that uh, I'm not excited to hear what he has to share there. But I'm going to listen, right? Because know thy enemy. Know thy enemy. (laughs) Klaus Schwab just seems to pop out of nowhere. And I know that we made a, you know, I made an infomercial that I oftentimes post um, as a commercial to enter into this podcast room, WTF Landy. Hey guys, hello. If you're new, you welcome to the circus. You get yourself buckled in your seat there. You throw down your own overhead hitch. This is a carnival, baby. And you are entering at your own risk. (laughs) What we have here for you at this amusement park is... uh, you may never know. Once you enter the ride, you may never know if you'll get off. But what you will do is you'll have fun whilst doing it. That's one thing I can guarantee. This is going to be a good time, not a long time. But uh, here we are. Now, this guy, this is a doctor, apparently, um, that has had, you know, 
his life shuffled from underneath his feet, like many of us from the pandemic and onwards. Now we're dealing with the very real um, central digital banking currency thing happening. Central bank digital currency, CBDC, uh, happening fairly quickly here. That came out of nowhere. That we people are being going to be forced to uh, somehow jump on board with. Uh, they have started this in uh, Nigeria. The Naira has been replaced with with uh, digital money and so on and so forth. And at some point, it's going to wiggle its way into your veins. I mean, your microchip into your hand, probably. That's what some countries are doing already. Anyways. Upwards of 1,500 people since February has gotten that uh, microchip. It's $200. You got to pay to get it in you, too. But you can pay that way. I think other countries might adopt the mar- the, the law of uh, adding some incentive to uh, switching out your physical, tangible money into digital money, dollars. You guys ushered this in. Remember, if you invited Bitcoin into your life because it was cool and or easy and or fun and or whatever, then you have uh, allowed this idea of digital money to exist and to be rightfully okay with it and letting, allowing it to uh, take over your tangible money that you can touch and feel and pay for. Ah, I'm a control freak, you guys. You know it. If you've been here for a long time, uh, of the three years that this show's been a thing, almost three years, then you'll know that I'm... I, I like to know it's there. Only thing that doesn't need to be tangible to me that very basically is tangible is the Lord God in heaven. Okay, but that's really that's all about it. Everything else is going to need to be tangible. I'm going to need to touch it to know if it's real. And um, I've not been one to invest in, in Bitcoin or digital currency because I think it's interesting to buy fake art and fake digital things on the computer i just feel like because a computer can crash i've seen people's tesla's power down i've seen my computer not work and met when mercury is in retrograde as they call it <laughs> i don't trust it <laughs> my money can end up in susan's wallet digital wallet forget that no thank you <laughs> so i'm just not down with it i'm gonna shiggle my way out of it <sighs> but i digress what this fella is saying though has a little pause for me why because it makes a lot of sense he says when someone tells you what they're gonna do this book right here by the way the great narrative for a better future by klaus schwab and hillary mellory mallory liberally and um theory mallorette <laughs> so klaus schwab i don't know last time a, Ger- a german leader yeah, I don't even, Klaus Schwab's not a leader. He's not a German anything. He's just a stakeholder. And I find it interesting that that word stakeholder. I would like to have Klaus Schwab on this show, not for just the parody purposes of this show, but just to find out for if he's for real. Like the last time a great German wrote a book or put some ideas together, some, no, I don't, I, I digress. I'm going to back out of this. Okay. He wasn't great. He was a little man with a weird mustache and we don't like him. But hey, here we are. Uh, <laughs> my dad was German, so I can talk about us. <laughs> I'm born in Germany. Anyways, I'm just saying this is getting weird, folks. 2030 Agenda is a great reset narrative that Mr. Klaus Schwab, the great German, has uh, written. 
or whatever he is. And uh, wherever he was born, he, Klaus Schwab sounds pretty German to me, but he is, um, he's coming up with some, quite the concept that this narrative of an, a sustainable future, when you start throwing words like sustainable around, you start getting people's ears perky because everybody wants to feel like they're doing something right. I'm doing something right for the world. Look at me. I put a mask on my face and I washed my hands. I did that. I went and got quadruple vaccinated. I'm doing it right. Look at me. We all want to feel that way. That's just a human inclination, right? Until we've been bamboozled and duped. I want to move the big man out of the way. The the media, the big corp, the big media, Fox and CNN News, they are run by, sure, the Vanguard and BlackRock run, I mean, or whatever, run, you know, might run the big tech corp. But once you start moving them out of the way, you start moving the little guys out of the way with podcasts like this that really make you scratch your head and parody and satire pools and make you want to think a little bit more about what it is you're going on. Then you move us out of the way. And again, I cannot move out of the way unless I have Joe Rogan's payday. So we're going to have to hang on like a hubcap in the fast lane because I ain't going nowhere. We'll go ahead and report the news while I can. Okay? Okay. Now, that said, I'm going to have to report news on cringy topics like the Great Reset that I'm not, a, a, I'm not even down for because I, I need to touch my money. And already you tell me I can't touch my money. I can't get on airplanes and fly, fly freely, except for if I'm a military person or very, very rich, which I plan on being rich. I don't plan on being in the military. <laughs> but how rich are we talking? <laughs> oh, Lord. <sighs> How much, how rich do you have to be? Leonardo DiCaprio rich or Oprah rich? Which one? Which one? Tyler Perry rich. Are they probably all around the same rich? Let's see. Are we talking, um, don't want to say Beyonce. She's up there too. Are we talking Kevin Hart rich? He's pretty rich. Are we talking Jamar Moore rich? Light skin rich. Oh, excuse me. What kind of rich? (coughs) What kind of rich are we talking? I need to know because I need to stack my digital chips in order to fly. I have the dream of being able to fly to different countries whenever I choose. And I don't want to be told I can't because I need to swirl around the 15 minute city. I hate. Let me tell you guys a little something, something. I'm in a pickle because the devil is trying me and trying to see if I'm still about my old, you know, feisty ways. And I'm not. I'm all about trying to. Please the Lord. I like to emphasize the word trying because I'm a human and I make mistakes and I sometimes just don't feel so peaceful and pleasant like the Lord tells me to be. You need to be chill, gently instruct. Don't be haughty and, 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 and angry. Fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self control. I need to have those. I don't have those all the time. That's why I say I'm ratchet at times. Nothing more, nothing less. But these people that like to live out front of my house, they like to, I'll, I'll just say this, they like to smoke mass amounts of marijuana out front of my house. Now, I want to go on to say this. Those of you who need marijuana for whatever, for fun, privilege, uh, privilege, is that a word I just made up? For, 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 for fun? <laughs> for your own rights and medicinal reasons? Do you? 
Okay? Do you. Here's where I draw the line. These little trollops. That's nice. That wasn't mean. I could have said something meaner. But there's about 15 of these little trollops that sit in front of my house. And they smoke marijuana from the sunup to the sundown. And they're basically sitting in my living room on the couch whilst doing it. I can, that's how much I can smell it. They sit on the wall on the fence of my house and they puff. They would make Snoop Dogg look like a toddler in the weed university. Between these musky mugrats... They are just here, just really giving her a go at my patience. <laughs> they're just giving me, they're giving me the gears. God's telling me not, I have gone out, I have, I have said, look, y'all, come on now. There's kids that live in this house. It's hot. It's the summertime. I want my windows open. It's like a vacuum. As soon as I open the window, yo, we come sitting inside my house and on top of my lungs, I'm feeling woozy. I'm trying to record a great podcast and I can't put rub two thoughts together. Thanks to you. Do you think these motherless swine care? No, they're like, nah, we're going to sit right here and we're going to smoke our marijuana. That was Jamaican or Caribbean accent, if you didn't guess it. I wouldn't say my dialects for other other languages is good, so I'm not going to try it anymore. I digress. I'm sorry. But my beautiful island people, brothers, they out here don't give up. They were raised by wolves, apparently. And, of course, the one pale-skinned lady who just sits here acting like her name is Shaquan from Inglewood or Compton. She said, Ben, I don't care what you say. I'm sitting here. I was like, you are built like a problem. Get off. (laughs) And see, and my Christian values go flinging itself right out the window. I have to stop and say, Lord, do not allow me to cuss from the same mouth I praise with. I've been in here praising the Lord, and now I'm coming out here about to F word the whole block down. You mother fine people of life, how are you? (sighs) I'm going to take a picture of them and post it on my podcast. I'm going to say, everybody, come on, get your little pot smoking pencil heads together for a picture. And then posted it. I don't know. I don't know if they'll let me. But they have been out here really, really just giving me the gear. So imagine all that to say. If you're still here, stick around. It gets better. All that to say is imagine having to swirl around life in the 15-minute city with these trolls. This is not a good look. I need to get far. And when I say far... And I'm not talking, this, oh, by the way, the 15-minute city is what is proposed within this great reset. You need to cut your carbon tax down. It means you need to fart less, burp less, water your lawn less, um, breathe less. All that stuff is less. It's to save, it's environmental, right? It's the environmental motive to calm the, uh, the ozone layer from opening up further or whatever sustainable and it's all be it it's all blueberries and strawberries 
You know what I mean? Or bullshit. But anyways. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm tired of it. I can't swirl around those 15 minute cities with these Zuggerheimers. I will literally catch a case. And it's not, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it is not okay to know that. And I think many people would catch cases. You have to deal with being able to only circle around a 15 minute city with people you don't like. And you have to run and run across every day, go to work with every day, rub elbows with, walk down the streets. Cause no driving by the way. Oh, did you hear that in there? No driving. You will own no cars and definitely your cars will not be gas pedal. It'll be uh, electric so they can shut it off when you've gone too far. If you've gone out of your 15-minute city block, that thing shuts down. It's like bikes. You ever ride a bike, and if you try to go outside of the city, like a, how about this? It's like your shopping carts. You ever take a shopping cart out of Target, and you try to push it down the street, like you used to do, be able to do back in the old day, and it locks right up? There you have it. That's what's going to happen to your Teslas. So sure, you'll be able to ride around in Tesla, acting like you have freedom, but you won't have it. You'll be able to live free. They'll pay your rent for you just to ease it up a little bit. They'll pay your food for you. But then you'll still have to walk around these Tinseltown tiddly boppers for the rest of your life. Rubbing elbows with swine nuggets. That's what I feel like. This is what's going to happen. And if this is okay to you, then you have a very, very, you have the fruits of the spirit dialed in and you're okay and you trust the science and the government and everything else. And that's fine. I trust nobody but God. And that's just a me thing. That's not that, that you can't trust your government because you should be able to, you should be able to trust the science. You should be able to trust your neighbors. Me, I don't. I have trust issues. I can't even, I'll send a message and I can't even check a message back from the person that I responded to or sent a message to for two weeks later. Cause I don't know what it says in there. I'm not sure I'm ready to face that and or to respond to it. <laughs> I have, I'm gun shy. <laughs> so either I respond too quickly and quite, quite uh, vigorously, or I don't respond at all. I mean, people say, you don't even respond. I never can talk to you. It never run. You never, I don't, I'm scared. That's why. I'll just be honest. And that's life. Life has done a, a number on me. And, and so again, the only person I can trust is God, is Jesus. I don't, I think the devil is a little troll that's trying my nerves. And I know it in the name of Jesus. He's rebuked. He's under my feet, according to Luke ten nineteen, And I place him there every day as often as I can. Because he's a mess. And he's not cool. And it's cringy to think that he's got all these people thinking they're going to go hell and they're going to have a rock concert and rock out to him. They're going to pull that curtain down and realize he's a little fire talking troll and nothing more. But the Lord Jesus is the one that actually came to save us and give us life and give us life in abundance because he knows what the devil looks like. He used to be beautiful, Lucifer. He's no longer he is what he looks like. He smells like sulfur, which is a mega fart. He is trash. The devil is trash in the name of Jesus. And I'm saying it because I'm tired of it. 
I'm tired of people being lost, people being swayed, thinking that, you know, they're, that they're, you know, doing sin is feeling good and it's, and it's the right way to live. And it's not, it is meant to trap you and send you shooting down to hell where there will be no rock concerts. There'll be everyone down there. Sure. But there will be no fellowship. No one is me talking to each other, dapping hands, singing songs and kumbaya. Everybody's going to be in separate parts of hell, different levels, all burning forever in the sins, burning in their lust, burning in things that they, they, they admired above God, uh, burning in their pleasures that they, you know, that they shouldn't have. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know there also is the real burning of hell. There are scriptures in the Bible that declare that there, that the hell is real, actual burning and gnashing of teeth. It's not fun. So that's why I say the devil's a little troll because he is. He's a liar and he's under my feet, according to Luke 10, 19. Get that scripture in your head and say it over and over when the devil tries to attack you and tell him to flee in the name of Jesus. That's how you get control of that little fire talking troll. Because Jesus is king. Yeshua HaMashiach is king. He is the son of Yahweh, God in heaven. Adonai Elohim, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha. El Shaddai. That is all the beautiful names. There's more. But of God in heaven. The God who created you and me. So the devil did a good job of taking people that are made in the image of God. And making them believe his lies. That you know like you know beautiful people like Beyonce, Rihanna and all your favorite rappers and favorite actors. People who are literally made in the image of God. He sold them a lie on earth talking about you want money and you want fame. Here you go. I'll give you that. Knowing they already had the talent. God was going to bring it around to them when he thought it was time. Because God's timing is perfect, not ours. But then these people wanted to rush like Doja Cat, I believe. You know, wanted to rush. She was mega talented. She didn't need it. And she would said, and it was cool to sell your soul because people talk about it. So they want to sell their soul to this little troll behind a curtain that Toto pulls back and realizes he's just a little guy pulling the strings. But though no one knows that, I'm trying to kick y'all up on game, kick y'all off a little bit. Don't come for me, Satan, in the name of Jesus. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus and by the fire of the Holy Spirit. But I need y'all to know that is the lie. He makes people who are made in the image of God believe his lies. He's a father of lies. That's the devil. He's a manipulator. He's a deceiver. There's no truth found in him. And then you follow famous people into hell. You don't necessarily follow the devil into hell. Because if you knew who he was, you'd be like laughing at him like, hey, no way. I'm going there with this little. Ugh. But because he made us fall in love with the image of Christ, the image of God, the people who have somehow gotten lost in the Satan sauce. That's how people go to hell. If they knew what the devil was like, they would go the other direction. Definitely turn to God. But I want, I'm here to tell you guys, your, your girl, your sister, Char Michelle, <clears throat> I'm trying to evangelize y'all a little bit and let you know, God said, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through the Son. You can find that in John 14, 16. Okay? That is, there's only one way through the Father, and that is through the Son. That is Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. That is what you need to know. If you don't know nothing in life, know that there is only one way to heaven. And that is through believing that Jesus died, took a death on the cross, 
having had no sin, died on the cross, overcame the grave in three days, rose from the grave. They still can't find him. You know he's, you know he raised, rose from the dead. Even all of the people who are witnesses from that time have said the same. They have corroborated the same story because their news hasn't been stolen from them like they have done it here in Canada with that C-18 bill. <sighs> Jesus is real. He was walking on this earth. People are like, no, I don't believe in that. Well, you believe in Nostradamus, don't you? Shut up. Okay, so he's the way, the truth, and life. He rolled away that stone. He defeated death. He is no longer in a grave. He's no longer on the cross. His, he defeated the cross for you so that you can believe on him and not perish but have everlasting life. But you guys, wake up. We need to know one thing. If it's sinful, it is sin. It ain't good. Good is good and bad is bad, period. Now we're living the days where good is bad and bad is good. And it's a lie. And it's spoken about in scripture. People will not believe the lies. I mean, will not believe the truth because of the lies. Second Thessalonians 2, um, 9 through 12. Read that. You guys got to wake up, man. This is not the time to play. You need to know one thing. I'm willing to risk it all, y'all. Including everything that I've worked so hard for to let you know that Jesus is king. He is your savior. He died on the cross for you and me so that we can believe on him and not perish but have everlasting life. And here's why. Because before him, you'd have to sacrifice animals. The priest had to make sacrifices every time everybody sinned. And there was all these rituals in the Bible. And there's talked about. That's why people are like, oh, but the Bible had a lot of rituals. Yes, it's telling us that. <laughs> but Jesus came. This is a fun fact. Is the Bible continues on. There's still more chapters after that. There was crappy stuff happening in the biblical times. Especially in the Old Testament. My goodness. Rituals and all kind of crap. Ah, but Moses went up and talked to God and, you know, in the mountain, 40 days and 40 nights, came out glistening like the sunshine, light on his face, like it had never been seen before. And he came down with the book of law. And even still then, people had to follow those rules and people still broke them. And so there was burning animals like nonstop. God said there's too much barbecue smell up here. Now, we all like the smell of barbecue, but this is enough. Y'all sending too much down there. Get it together. I'm going to send my son. So he made himself into a, f a flesh, called himself the son of man, a.k.a. Yeshua HaMashiach, a.k.a. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And he lived for 33 years as a poor person. He was rich. Obviously, God created the world, so he's the wealthiest. He went, made himself, uh, went from the wealthiest to made himself poor and came as a man in order to live on this earth and have to face sin, have to face sinners, have to face people who thought they were more righteous than they were and all the things in order to let you guys know that it was you that he came for the future. You like people, you guys who are listening to this podcast right now, if you've made it this far, he, 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 he came to save you because the thing is, is that if he had just let Jesus die, then and not raise again, then only those people who saw him die would believe. And they'd be like, oh, shoot, we got, you know, I saw him all the miracles he did. He died for us. And he, that was his it. He, he died for me. 
and then they would only be only be like you know the people that would be saved but no the story needed to spread he needed to overcome the grave after three days in order for the us people who would read this story to know that the miraculous happened and how it happened so if we believed that then we would be saved in the future. See, he said, I'm leaving something better with, with you guys than, than even me. I'm leaving with you my Holy Spirit. So now when I die, you guys can spread this story around so people can believe in me and they can start getting saved based on what I did and based on what I overcame, which is what the, AKA the grave for their sins I was the big ultimate sacrificing lamb. So you don't have to keep burning lambs. You just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I repent, meaning I feel bad for, for my sins. And then God says, after you say that prayer, you, God looks at us like we're white as snow. He looks at us like we're his son, Jesus, because we've repented in Jesus name, not in our name. We're nothing because we've sinned too much, but if we repent in Jesus name, then we're whole again, right? So he looks upon us like that. How great is that? And then he left his Holy Spirit with us, meaning that this is uh, not tangible. You have to believe Hebrews 1.11, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, but if you believe in the Holy Spirit, you talk to God, the Holy Spirit will show you things in scripture. He will show you things in the silence of your heart. He will show you visions. He will show you things in your dreams. We are in a spiritual world, you guys. We just see people, we see people's faces, we see flesh, but we know we're operating in spirit. That's why we have those inclinations. Even if you don't believe in God, you're like, oh man, I feel bad about that. You ever say that to yourself? You don't have to believe in God. You could be the atheist listening to this right now. I love you. But you know what I mean? Like you don't have to, but you know that you have these things that that itch your heart and you're like, that feels wrong or that felt really great. That's your spirit. (laughs) So... If you tap in with the Holy Spirit, you invite the Holy Spirit in. Not only do you, do you ask God for to forgive you and you say, Lord, I believe that you, Jesus, I believe that you died on that cross and you rose again in three days for my sins. You conquered the grave. You did. You lived a sin free life. No matter what everybody's talking about. You had a girlfriend, Mary Magdalene. You did this. He didn't. But you lived a sin free life. So that I can live, if I believe in you in the future, my, my future self believe in you, then I wouldn't perish and I have an everlasting life. So I believe in you and I ask that you, you know, show me the way. If you're real, talk to me, speak to me. Hello, God. And you ask God something in the silence of your heart that only you and him would know about. Okay, do it and say, if you are real, God, show me blah, 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 blah. And also, while you're at it, please baptize me in your Holy Spirit because Char Michelle says that's the best friend that I need that will speak to me and tell me things that I should know that you want me to know. Baptize me in that, please, your Holy Spirit. And I want to walk with Jesus because this world is getting dark and crazy and I don't know where I'm headed, but I need to know that at the end of it all, I haven't been tricked by a little troll behind a curtain that is blowing the smoke machines, making hell look cool. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And I want to be saved by Jesus Christ. And I want to ultimately end up with you, God in heaven, Yahweh, the father who created me, the omnipotent, the everything that created me. Because Yahweh, God in heaven, is omnipotent. That means he's everything. 
I want to, I want to meet you. And I want to also walk on streets paved in gold. Hallelujah. So just say that. Run that back right there in this podcast. If you have to get it in your spirit. And if you have to repeat it 30 times. I don't care. Do your thing. Do it and believe it. And watch your life change. But right now you guys. I'm telling you what. That right there. It's just the the iceberg. It's the tip of the iceberg. You're going to have to get your microchip. You're going to have to walk around 15 cities. You ain't going to be able to fly nowhere. You're going to be catching cases because Sarah done got on your nerves. You're going to punch her in the neck and she's going to be choke, eating, a, eating a piece of chicken and she's going to choke on it and they're going to say you killed her. But you didn't. It was a chicken. You just got mad and punched her. But it was like a, uh, um, it was like a domino effect. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> But you catch my drift? Get it together, people. I'm telling you what, I am trying daily. You guys know, you just heard this podcast. I'm still dealing with how to love people properly without letting them get on my nerves. Because I know very good well, I probably get on some people's nerves as well. That is not my aim. Ultimately, my aim is to love and to serve God, to love you guys. In doing so, serve God. Truly. And I'm going to love in my own ways. I'm not telling us to be perfect. That wasn't our calling. That was Jesus' calling. We're imperfect. I'm perfect, though, because I am imperfect. I'm perfectly made by God, and so are you. You are perfect. So if you just run across this podcast, either from my Instagram or from me sharing a prayer on your page, or just, you know, know that all of these episodes come from a place of love. They come... They're a little shocking sometimes to listen to because the world is shocking, but that's okay. That's why I talk about it. I'm, a, I'm, not a, I'm unafraid to talk about the shocking, scary stuff because someone's got to do it. I haven't always nailed it, but most times I have. <laughs> but you're going to have to be the judge of that by listening to all of the 300 plus podcasts that I have. They're short and sweet. So go and dive in and just, you know, binge them all just like a Netflix show on the weekend. Do it. It's fun. It's healing. It's loving, it's weird, it's cringy at times, it's all the things, it's sweet. It's all the things to get us to know the times that we're living in. And the only way I can do it is not perfect, but to make us laugh our way out of this crazy stuff. I started it in the pandemic, and then protests happened, and then all George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, all these things happened. So we talk about all of these things within these podcasts. And we talk about the pandemic, talk about Joey B and Donald T and all the things. And uh, I hope that you find some love in this. Ultimately, I hope that you find love. And the love that I'm talking about, y'all, is the love of Jesus. Because he put me here, if only even to make these podcasts, to show you guys that I'm not perfect, that I've made mistakes, that I have tripped up over my words on these podcasts, but I have come from a place of love, even when it was anger and fierce, anger, fierce crying and fierce tears and fierce truths, you know, it comes from a place of love. I love y'all, but Jesus loves you more. Later. Do you know where you are going when you die? Do you want to change the way that you're living right now and have the opportunity to get to heaven? 
Say this prayer and believe it with all of your heart. Ready? Jesus, I am a sinner and I wholeheartedly repent. Please forgive me. I believe you died on a cross and rose again, conquering death so that I can live. I accept you now as my Lord and personal Savior. Please baptize me in your Holy Spirit. No matter how hard it may be to follow you, keep me honoring you from this moment forward and on the narrow path of righteousness. Holy Spirit, please walk with me every step of the way. Angels, go before me and battle all of the obstacles that are set up to trap me. Blood of Jesus, cover me in your mercy. And God in heaven, please allow my name to be written in your book of life. Amen. assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.